Welcome back to meditations, affirmations, and small conversations. This episode, I have to say, is my favorite of them all so far. We have a very special guest, and mm, don't I appreciate her. She sends so much love and light and... She is what we are about. She is a mama, a wife, a woman of color, and a yogi. In my eyes, also meditation guru, okay? I'm so glad that you could be a part of this. I'm very grateful. I'm excited. Thank you for even thinking of me and asking for me to join you in this beautiful space you're creating. Uh, I feel grateful. No problem. Thank you for being beautiful, speaking on the person that you are. So let's hop right into it. Can you tell the people who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, my name is Natasha. I am a wife, mother, and uh, a yoga teacher. (laughs) I right now predominantly teach yoga in a studio in New Haven, Connecticut. I also teach at the YMCA. And I have a small group of middle schoolers. I have the privilege of teaching bi-weekly in another city not too far away from here. So full-time spouse, full-time mom, part-time yogi. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. You are a strong mama. (laughs) What does yoga mean to you? Yeah. So... Yoga is definitely something that has changed my life. I would say it has morphed into meaning a journey, right? The, the journey of myself, through myself, to myself. And yes. one of our um, common friends, um, Taylor, actually said that to me or said it to us in a class one time, he's like, yoga is the evolution of yourself, through yourself, to yourself. And that just stuck with me. And before she had said it in that way, I'd had different feelings, but I hadn't yet defined what yoga meant to me. But in that moment, I was like, this is exactly it. Yoga is the journey of me. And that just happens, or just so happens, to take place on my mat. You know, but but yoga, it doesn't only happen there, right? There is mm-hmm. where the the journey begins, where you get curious and and become awake to your habits, right? And then you could choose to take that information and explore it when you leave your mat. And so, if I had to sum it up briefly, <laughs> <laughs> it would be difficult. But I would say yoga is 
me uniting with me. Wow. Wow. I totally felt that. I felt that so deeply. And it's so true. And I love that you put it that way because maybe some of our listeners are acquainted with yoga and just healing practices and their journey. And some people may not be and may not actually understand Mm -hmm. um, what it is or what it can do for you or what it can mean. Yeah. But I love the way you put it because it's true. Mm -hmm. So bringing up the fact that yoga has been your journey, how did your yoga journey begin? So it started in college. I I studied exercise science uh, as an undergraduate and part of um, my curriculum, I guess you can say, was to take this class that was called body stretching and conditioning, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> yoga, even though it's here, right, like even though it's made its way west, it is still sometimes a very taboo like kind of topic, right? And I'm right. sure we'll get into this later, especially in different spaces with different faces, right? So college was one of those places. So I remember reading over um, my syllabi and it said uh, there wasn't any required reading, but we needed to purchase a yoga mat and a water bottle. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Okay. So very shortly after getting into the class, I noticed some of the postures and some of the names of the postures. And I'm like, ah, this is yoga, right? And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) being a Christian, and ignorant to to this kind of practice, I was immediately like standoffish, like, oh, no. And and a few times throughout class, my professor would say to me, take this seriously, Natasha, take this seriously, like, because I would be laughing, like, I'm in tree laughing, warrior one laughing, because (laughs) it's so uncomfortable. But there was this kind of battle going on with me spiritually because I'm a Christian I believe in God and I believed at least at this point that this practice was tied to eastern religion and so there was this spiritual conflict but at the same time I remember you know feeling good being in those postures Mm -hmm. right And, and feeling strong and determined and and all these other different feelings but it was it was really confusing for me so that was like oh man 2007 and then I never practiced yoga again until 2000 gosh when I moved back here oh when was that my daughter was born in 2016 so 2016 so like almost 10 years like separate right between wow practice and and when I came back to the practice it was in my therapist's office and she knew my history like I competed on a high level of track and field I coached track and field for many years on multiple levels and so I remember one day she was saying to me like I think you identify with with your body and in a really unique way and I think it would be healthy for you to start moving your body again but I really think you'd like yoga and so, again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I tried that a couple years ago. It was really weird. All kind of feelings. <laughs> and so, but I was open, right, because I'm in therapy. 
and if trying to heal, right? Right. A lot of trauma in my past and um, have worked through several cycles of anxiety and depression. And so I was there to do the work. I didn't care what the work looked like. I was open, like, heal me, please. (laughs) Right, right. So we started doing just like restorative yoga um, during my therapy sessions. And so it actually became like a a really, a really, um, oh gosh, what's the word for it? It was something we did consistently during our session. I would move my body for a little bit. We talked for a little bit. And so I remember I was having, you know, some issues with deciding where or how I wanted to work, I think is a better way to phrase it. Like I knew I needed yeah. to do things to make money, but the way that I made money in the past, like coaching, it wasn't a healthy environment for me anymore. It was very anxiety provoking. I actually had to resign from my last um, track and field job because I was having panic attacks every day, like debilitating. Wow. And so she had actually suggested, my therapist, um, it seems like that you like yoga. You like moving your body. It's helping you heal. Um, Would you be interested in doing a teacher training? So she could just kind of like drop the bug in my ear and then it grew. I shouldn't say drop the bug. She planted a seed. (laughs) You know, the universe, you know, let the sunlight hit it. and, And here we are. So... It started, you know, in a college requirement. Right. <laughs> Back alive in my therapist's office. And, and now it's just in me. And I feel like right. I do this work. That is so beautiful. That is such a beautiful story. I'm like, wow. <laughs> because everyone definitely has their own journey. Yoga really is a journey. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to places where you wouldn't believe it brings you to emotions that you didn't even know you needed to address yeah it helps you unfold in ways that people do not realize Mm -hmm. it is like crazy that is so amazing and I'm grateful for your journey because your journey has helped my journey personally so I mean huh beautiful So what is your favorite thing about your journey, becoming an instructor? Um, so I, I can talk myself out of anything, literally. And I think <laughs> that this last week, like, it, I can talk myself out of anything, right? So my therapist plants the seed and, and, you know, it's getting some sun, right? But it is not right. fully, like, growing yet because you know I have to water it too and so I was quite sure right away like it felt like something that you know I might like right so I started researching different um, teacher trainings and then um, I found fresh yoga or my husband actually found fresh yoga and that they had an immersion training and him knowing me (laughs) (laughs) right and it was the perfect thing because literally the training was starting in about two weeks and it was a three month like intensive and it was perfect for me because I didn't have enough time to talk myself out of it. Right. right. And so I, I know different people have different routes to teaching and I understand that my 
my choice in deciding to teach was pretty quick. Like I'd been practicing yoga for for a long time, but I knew that the practice was doing something inside of me that I couldn't just keep for myself. Like, mm. I, like I have when I say I have to do this work, I have to do this work. I exercise like uh, a level of courage that I don't always give myself credit for. So even mm. though I was a little bit afraid, right, even though I was new to yoga, but I allowed myself to be led by, by my body and I trust my feelings mm. and my experience and my why, right? Like my, my reason for doing this. And that was enough for me to jump. And so I really like, I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that <laughs> moment because I, and I have to be honest, I feel like sometimes I'm judged by other people, other yoga teachers, um, because of how quick I decided to become a teacher and how quick after my teacher mm-hmm. training, I started teaching. And I struggle with that a lot because I want to be respected, but then I have to remind myself of why I'm doing it. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it to become this yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it help people heal in the way Mm. that this practice has helped me heal and so when I come back to that I'm like okay well it doesn't matter and everybody has their own journey and I firmly believe that everybody has a seat at the table you know I might not be the teacher for every student but that person who maybe doesn't respect me (laughs) that might be their student (laughs) so I'm fine with it now but it, it, it does take a lot of work and a lot of practice, which is also why I'm thankful for yoga, because I can just show up and say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. And I can just breathe into all of that and allow my breath to help soothe me. And it does. A lot of the time it does. Wow. I am like, <laughs> whoo, like you just keep <laughs> putting me into this crazy space it is so beautiful your journey is beautiful your story is beautiful what you're going through what you've been Mm -hmm. through even the struggles like it is beautiful that you acknowledge you know the great parts Mm -hmm. and how it helped you heal right but you didn't disregard your struggles you didn't disregard the fact that there is always Mm -hmm. another side to it you just have to breathe through it and it is like amazing <laughs> what you're doing your purpose is amazing your purpose is happening you are doing it some as someone who like takes your classes <laughs> i want to say like that definitely comes out of you it pours out of you and that's one of my favorite things about attending your class it's mm. not typical so if you had one word to describe your way of instructing, what would it be? Compassionate. Mm. Yeah, you do. I agree. Okay, <laughs> I do. I do. I first started teaching, but I think that is, um, that's how my, my teaching style has evolved. And I feel like I, 
I invite people and I encourage, you know, the people who are flowing with me to, to express compassion to themselves, you know, in the way that we so freely give to other people. You meet yourself with that type of compassion, mm-hmm. that type of mm-hmm. kindness. And I feel like the way that I teach, it is I'm expressing compassion to you, you know, to the students in the room for, for their humanness. But even mine, too. You know, like yesterday, we, I, I led two classes, and our intent was to, um, <laughs> to think about someone who has served you, right? So yesterday was Memorial Day, and it's a holiday we observe to, to remember those who laid down their lives for us, for this country, in service, right. and died. And I know that didn't fit for everybody, right? And so, like me, like, I don't have anybody in my family that I know served and died in the military. And so for those people in the room like me, I said, well, think about a person who served you. You know, maybe they're still living or maybe they passed away, right? And, and I want you, you the student, and me the teacher, to ourselves with the same amount of <laughs> kindness and love that that person would. So, so in the moments when you start judging mm. your practice, in the moment when you start judging the integrity of your breath, think about that person. Mm. Think about how they would respond to your judgment. Right next to me, she would look at me and she would say, girl, it's okay. Girl, it's okay. It's okay that you wanted to teach crow. It's okay that you forgot to use a block to teach crow. It's okay, girl. Right. <laughs> Instead of the Tasha, right? Beating myself with Definitely. you're not a good teacher because you didn't give enough options. Right? Because that's what I put myself in that moment. But somebody wow. who loves me, someone who serves me, they would say, girl, you did the best you could. Exactly. Exactly. And this is also, I just want to point out that this is also why I agree with your Mm. one word, because just even describing Mm. your class, that's what it is. You know, um, you pour out, but you're pouring Mm. out so we can pour in to ourselves. And it is like amazing because you go on a journey that you don't typically expect to be taken on and you just move through it but you don't feel like you have to move through it by yourself Mm -hmm. even though it's yours whatever right if you need child's pose if you're ready for shavasana go because it's your practice and i'm constantly reminding students of that and it does my heart so well when people do not listen to me and when and when i say that people laugh like I laugh when you say that. So, like, it was so nice when we were on the wall where you and Dan's are on the wall, and you're like, "Mm, my body's saying this, so I'm just gonna, you know, put this leg down. Yes, girl, put that leg down. (laughs) (laughs) Baby girl, no. Right, right. And that is one of the reasons why I adore your class. And pretty much 
every teacher that I really stick with in the studio has that kind of energy. But what do you want people to get out of your classes? Speaking of. I would hope that when people leave my class, they know themselves a little bit better. And and we use the physical mm-hmm. asana in a way to to explore our bodies physically, right? But through the mm-hmm. body, like the body and the brain, the body and the mind, always talking, right? But sometimes we're moving so fast mm-hmm. that we're not connected. Like we have to be the bridge, right? We have to notice that this is happening with my body. Wow. I start saying these things to myself. Right. And and Heidi at Fresh Yoga, she is a brilliant teacher. I love her to pieces. She, during my teacher training, I'm in Warrior Two, right? This is one of my favorite poses. I feel so strong Warrior Two. But mm-hmm. this one day I had my head down and we had just moved through like a seeing exercise and she comes up behind me and she says, um, keep your chin parallel to the floor. So I gently raise my chin up parallel to the floor she walks away and I'm like okay she's done she comes back and she says <laughs> and I could be seeing this wrong this is what she said and I could be seeing this wrong but I feel like when <laughs> when you're looking at the floor <laughs> the language you're feeding yourself is not very positive and then she walks away. Like, mm. I could have sat down. <laughs> right, now she's cried. done. <laughs> because she was absolutely right. Like, in the moment. Like, I wasn't looking at my feet. Yeah. I wasn't checking to see if I had heel arch alignment. And my, my eyes were on the floor because at that moment I was doubting my practice. And my internal monologue was very negative. Wow. Very negative. And so, mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> It's crazy, but my physical body, my head looking at the floor was a trigger for that negativity to start spinning. Or it could be the reverse, right? Mm-hmm. I started feeding my negative things and I bowed right. my head in shame or discouragement or whatever it was. And so there right. is a connection. We just have to be mindful enough to wake up. And so in my classes, that's why you know I say a lot of times like, come back to the room notice if you checked out meet yourself with kindness okay not judgment because your mind will wander but you can come back and so part of what I want people to leave knowing one that they know themselves a little bit better maybe they become awake to their habits like what I explained about my my head position right but also that everything they need is already inside of them like, and Taylor, I mentioned her earlier. Mm. She said this during one of her classes at Yoga in the Park. She said, a deep breath is like a love note to the body. And I swear to you, I have not breathed mm. the same sense. Right? So, like, in the moments where you feel, like, yes. lonely or your love tank is a little bit low, you don't have to go reach for that person. You don't have to go reach for that experience. You could just take a deep breath. And love on yourself for yourself, right? To you, from you, I love you. Mm. And so that. <laughs> I'm like snapping no, it up so for like, you. Like... People leave knowing themselves better. I hope people leave knowing that, you know, they have everything they need within them. 
you know, to love on themselves, to heal themselves, and that they they have the courage to do it, right? Knowing it's going to be a journey, knowing that Definitely. you have to just keep showing up. So that's my hope. <laughs> Definitely. That's my that is again beautiful <laughs> and you definitely do give that vibe off you project that you really implement everything that you speak on and that's why I think I also like feel it even in deeper because I have like experienced it yes in the room on the other side and I can honestly say when you tell us mm-hmm. to bring ourselves back to the room, okay, yeah, and it's okay that I left the room. I don't feel mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, I know that I'm human. I know that my mind is going to wander, but it's about how I bring it back and how I greet myself when, when I bring back. it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is like having that voice in your ear that is, reminding you to be gentle with yourself yeah and to be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. because you deserve it right is like wow like I I I feel it I'm doing it and I'm here Mm -hmm. like and that that matters to me I know why I'm here it is a beautiful experience speaking on your instructing what do you really consider your style to be? And mm-hmm. what do you feel like it has to involve? Yeah, so I I predominantly teach fresh yoga. And it's a system that Heidi created. And I think it, I think it, it compiles a lot of her personal experience. She, she's practiced a lot of, of different styles, Forish, Ashtanga. And I feel like she took all of her knowledge, all of what she's experienced in her body and in her mind and and created Fresh Yoga, the system. Yes. <laughs> so it is a vinyasa-based system, but it is created, I feel like it was created with me in mind. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's like created to, to help people learn to become, unc- to learn, excuse me. It was created to help people become awake to their habits, mm-hmm. to, to their habitual patterns. And then to invite them to, to become comfortable and being just a little bit uncomfortable, right? So, so there are a number of basic moves in this practice, which you've heard me say a thousand times, like expand and lift the ribs. Mm-hmm. And that, expand and lift the ribs. Exhale, relax the shoulder blades down the back. And so this, or those two moves being coupled together, is the opposite of our posture Mm -hmm. when we're moving about our day. When we're texting on our phone, when we're typing, when we're binge watching on our tablets, right? We we get into this kind of like kyphotic posture. We make ourselves smaller Mm. for, for whatever reason, right? And so inviting you to breathe in a way to expand the ribs and lift them away from the pelvis does what? 
makes you taller. Right. Allows more space for your breath. Right. Um, allows you to relax the shoulders, move the shoulders away from the ears, which is the opposite of what most of us do when we're stressed. When you stress, those those shoulders go up towards the ears. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the jaw is tight. And so right. the system, it uses those basic moves to, to help you reverse some of those habits that maybe are not so healthy in your body. But it also invites like not just the physical body but like the emotional the mental side of it to come in so kind of like I explained about my looking towards the floor so I can then get curious about why is it that I'm doing that and Mm -hmm. so if I had to say what a class includes it would start with a pranayama breath work because I feel like it is very grounding your breath anchors you but it it is also something that we often do not do consciously right Mm -hmm. automatically breathe you don't think about how long your inhale is or how long your exhale is and a lot of times we move about our day not breathing really much (laughs) right I know a lot of times I hold my breath a lot of times I stop breathing and so we start our practice with that so that we can make breathing a conscious activity and prana my energy our our breath it is our life force and so it's something that we can use to nourish ourselves throughout our practice Mm -hmm. so i like to set that up right right at the top of practice um a flow would also include an intent so like i shared earlier our intent yesterday was meeting ourselves with love and kindness like someone who adored us would Mm -hmm. and then throughout the class I'll keep coming back to that intent in different ways right with with the basic moves the second part um, is a specific warm-up a warm-up that is specific to wherever we're going in the class so whatever that peak pose is whatever that apex pose is we're going to warm up specifically to to allow the student to have the greatest, the greatest chance at success, whatever that means for them in that pose. And then we'll unwind or warm down from that pose and end with Shavasana, my favorite pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much a class with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You are very intentional. Um and you make sure to express that at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that as someone who attends. Um, also, as someone who attends your classes, they are also meditative. Mm-hmm. Like, in major ways that I cannot <laughs> even describe. Like, And you, it is so amazing how you make it work because you really do keep us breathing and remind us to when we forget Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. and at certain points depending on how I'm feeling I know personally I will stop breathing Mm -hmm. I will be in a pose and I may try to lean away from what it's making me feel yeah so (laughs) I will focus on it in itself 
Mm-hmm. And therefore, I am no longer breathing. Yeah. Because I don't want to feel what it's making me feel. No longer present, right? Right. No longer present at all. I'm trying to like You're run up the street. Out. Right. I'm in my car. <laughs> exactly. I'm back on my couch. Exactly. <laughs> If you've left the room, welcome yourself back. And you're like, ah. Right. I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm back and I'm breathing and I'm here. But I know the intention. And I know that that intention is also collective. And my own personal ones are set in my head as well. Yeah. And I feel that. Mm-hmm. So can you move us through a quick meditation? Yeah. I can do that. I love it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Come into a comfortable position. Whether it's a seated position or a standing one. If you're in a safe place, feel for softening the eyelids, inviting the eyes to close. If you're not in a safe space, maybe you're driving in your car, maybe you're on a train or a bus. Find a spot in front of you on the floor to rest the eyes. Leaving them open if you need. Would you notice the body now? Notice how the body feels. Noticing the energy that is living in the body. Noticing the whole system as one. Would you shift your attention to your breath now? Noticing the gentle rise of the belly with every inhalation. A subtle retraction of the belly towards the spine with every exhalation. This is the rhythm of you. Feel for not trying to manipulate the breath. Simply journeying with it. every rise, through every fall, through every rise, and every fall. Could you lengthen your breath now? Feeling for the belly expanding, maybe just a centimeter. Noticing if you can draw the belly in just a centimeter further. 
Your breath is your secret weapon against everything, against anxiety, against doubt, against insecurity, against shame. Take a smooth inhale through your nose. Open the mouth, exhale. Smooth inhale through the nose. Open the mouth, exhale. Last time, smooth inhale through the nose. Breathing in everything good. Open the mouth, exhale. Everything that would compete with you feeling good, safe, sure, confident, whole. Take a few more moments to journey with the breath, allowing it to return to its normal rhythm. Gently start blinking the eyes, allowing little flecks of light to blend her back in to your sight. And gently opening the eyes fully if you close them. Take one last deep breath here. Smooth inhale through the nose. Open the mouth, exhale. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that breathe meditation. Oh my goodness. I think I'm a new person. (laughs) 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 I can't even... That was perfect. I, wow. Like, I didn't even know how much I needed that. Like, (laughs) I definitely wanted to share with our listeners. That's one of the things we focus on and you are amazing at it. But, oh, my goodness. I literally became so relaxed. I started to, like, lose balance and had to, like, catch myself mid-meditation. Like, okay, hold on. Like, (laughs) Whoa! I when I read over your questions right for for our um, for our chat, I saw that on there. Like, would you lead us through a meditation? I actually told my husband, like, I don't think I'm gonna do it. But when we were, you know, after we had been chatting and for so much time, like, I really um, was able to quiet like that voice right. of my head saying not to because. It, it's my habit yes and I told you my habit is to talk myself out of things right and it, it's because because I'm afraid right be, be, because there is some self-doubt right 
But when you invited me to do it, I felt like, yes. Like, it, it felt like a yes. Like, you can yeah. do it. And I'm so glad I did. So it was completely, like, off the cuff, off the brain. I just, like, wow. placed my forehead on my hands and closed my eyes. And wow. Like, yeah. So thank you for, um, one, the invitation, not only to just be on this podcast, but to really just share space with you. I I enjoy you so much and your presence and your spirit. And so this has been like highlight of my day. Like seriously. Seriously the highlight of mine too. <laughs> like I I really like I've told my listeners what meditation apps I use. And I adore them. My main one is Calm. Like, I pay their yearly premium. It's my thing. I love the Daily Calm. It's my jam. And I did the Daily Calm this morning. But it did not compare to the way that you just made me feel. Stop it. I am not even joking. Like, it is... You can feel... The rawness you know and it it really makes you explore yourself mm-hmm. you have this way of making others confront what they are dealing with confront mm-hmm. what is going on inside of them mm-hmm. and For me personally, what I've been dealing with the last few weeks and even this week has made me feel like, "Eh, I'm okay. Okay. (laughs) You know, I'm all right. (laughs) And I've felt like small feelings of defeat Mm -hmm. and like unworthiness. Yeah. And it's like, I, I haven't found that in meditating I haven't found it um just generally but just moving through that simple simple meditation with you is like you're confronting this you're breathing through it yeah yeah like got it you got it like there's 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 nothing wrong like it's in your head like and I, it is powerful. You are powerful. Like mm-hmm. you are meant <laughs> to do all you're doing, which is obvious because you're doing it. But like, no, you are a powerful, powerful mama. Who let me um <laughs> catch my breath. <laughs> okay so um I for one hope to see you again on meditations affirmations and small conversations and we can do whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) although we know you are like bomb meditate okay okay. we're just gonna all right (laughs) but (laughs) As we come to an end, um, I want to say that I am beyond grateful for our conversation. 
I have enjoyed it. I commend you as a wife, as a mother, as an instructor, as my instructor. I will always be proud to say that. <laughs> like, I was super excited as soon as this started because I could say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, listen to how great this is going to be. <laughs> She's my instructor. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm totally grateful. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. So, what is the most important thing that you have taken away from your journey? I have to say that the most important thing I've taken from my journey is that I am enough. Mm. And it's something I've struggled with most of my life. Mm. Um, I'll take a breath, Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) And my practice has helped me to to reframe my thoughts about myself and, and recognize that I am worthy of the breath that's in my body. And only thing I have to do is show up. That's it. Just show up for myself in the day. Just keep breathing. And, and you know, like I close my practices all the time. And I say this phrase. Keep flowing. Keep growing. And keep breathing. And literally it has become like the mantra of my life. Like it, yeah. it is the thing that like I cling to because like if I, if I just keep breathing, I can go with the flow. There were right. hills and valleys, but with every hill and valley, there's an opportunity for growth. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to do that. Like, I don't have to think about all of it. If the only thing I did was show up, that's still enough. I'm still enough for just showing up. Mm-hmm. And I, um, yeah, the, the, it's my rock. Wow. It's my rock right now. That is totally true. I always say flow, not force. Mm. And I like, that. I like that a lot. Oh my goodness. Have I had to remind myself? Um, <laughs> <laughs> We will try to force a thing, won't we? Ooh, won't we? Won't we? (laughs) Like, with all the transitions that I've recently faced and, like, all the things I've had to go through, I've noticed myself, like, trying to force a result, Mm -hmm. trying to force someone else to show up, Mm -hmm. trying to force, and I'm like, hold on. Stop it, girl. Right. This is not what you do. Yeah. We flow, not force. Yeah. And in order for me to flow, I have to remember to breathe. Mm-hmm. I remind people so much that your breath is always there for you. It is. And I've had to really identify the moments where I forget that. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap, okay, yeah, I need to breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, instead of even wasting energy or I got into this with this person and it's really serious, but I really want to talk, but I can't force that. Mm-hmm. But I can breathe. Yep. And I can find my breath. I can love my breath and I can flow, not force. So I've noticed that I forget to flow when I forget to breathe. Yeah. So, who I feel you on that. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. And that's something that I love to hear. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's like that last reminder before you leave. Mm-hmm. Like, take this with you. Yeah. It's Remember it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep it with you. Yeah. It's like I put it in my back pocket and it doesn't leave even when I wear leggings. Yeah. So- <laughs> Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. What are two major takeaways or lessons that being a yogi in itself has taught you? Two major lessons. and and how it can nourish you and how it can right. calm you and anchor you I agree with that 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 definitely is on my list because go breathing before yeah like, I was just gonna say track, that even in track like I could be dead like after like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know I knew I was moving faster but I didn't think about okay slow down girl feed yourself nourish yourself right. oh just like right breath. like right <laughs> Literally, yoga, without yoga, I would not have known how to find my breath or even acknowledge it. Like, and I was meditating for years before I started to do yoga, but meditation taught me how to deepen my breath. It taught me how to extend that. It taught me a number of things, but yoga is what really showed me, like, your breath is always there for you. Because there were some, yeah, Mm -hmm. like there were some poses where it was just uncomfortable. There were some poses where just became emotional out of nowhere. And you're like, what the heck is this? Bro, hip openers. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like releasing all of that. You're like, hold on. Okay. But throughout everything that you do, you breathe. So... I I definitely resonate with that. I feel like yoga did that for me as well. Like, your breath. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think the the second thing is um, just to appreciate my body. And, Mm. I I mean, I've had a journey (laughs) with this body, girl. Like, (laughs) (laughs) when I had my daughter, I was almost 200 pounds, like 197 pounds. Wow. And I, like it was so crazy like learning to like love that body like I loved it when she was inside of my body but when she came out it it felt foreign it felt like okay well I'm not growing a human anymore but I still have this body and this body doesn't feel like mine right like I knew it was necessary for her to grow and be healthy you know 
I had to be her first home. That home grow. That was fine. Um, but yeah, I think the practice, it just, it helps me to appreciate my body and all that it is and all that's great about it. And it is different than any other physical, you know, thing I've done. Like I've done track, I did spinning, cycling, and just used to go to the park and just do crazy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yoga practice, I'm actually connected to my body and learning to appreciate it. Even when I'm lighter or heavier or curvier or, you know, And, and that is, that's a new journey and it's a journey for sure because some days I'm like for real I feel good to be in child's pose though like (laughs) but thank goodness for yin because and just like I was like you can go in child's pose with a bolster or a pillow and comfortable for you like you don't have to be that uncomfortable you know so I am um, learning to be kinder to myself and the way noticing when I judge myself and moving towards kindness and that gap is becoming smaller what what I'm happy about so definitely you're doing the work yeah it's a practice like practice makes practice like you're never gonna arrive right we're gonna be perfect like right some years this pose is gonna be your jam and then maybe the next year it might (laughs) be right for sure like today I'm in half moon and I'm like oh this doesn't feel great (laughs) close the hip warrior that feels better right so wow just just really trying to be compassionate in the way that I meet myself and 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 how that self shows up that day that is beautiful I think everything you said is so important because a lot of the time people get into any kind of self-work or healing work and um, they want to grow they want to change but you somehow start with this idea that it stops mm-hmm. you know it's you don't realize <laughs> right you, you don't realize it's a journey and it's going to be the rest of your life because the more you do the work the more you will grow the more things will shift exactly it's not going to be the same like you're going to have to learn over and over to meet yourself with that same love with that same kindness and that same acceptance of whatever you are whatever you're becoming ah Oh my gosh, love it. I love it. Yeah, we could stay on this line forever. Right. <laughs> so last thing, <laughs> what if any advice do you have to the listeners and anyone interested in learning to meditate or do yoga, any kind of healing work? Since this is meditations, affirmations, and small conversations. <laughs> I would say... Um, to be flexible and and to be flexible and and what your expectations are to be flexible and um, and 
and what you might get from a certain practice like I, I never expected like yoga to transform my life in the way that it has but I was open to it right mm-hmm. and I think there's a level of openness that allows for that transformation which invites like the healing to take place mm-hmm. right I think um so so much of so much of this kind of work is is related to your intent right so like if if you say i'm gonna go to to this vinyasa class i'm gonna go to this power vinyasa class because i want to get stronger in my upper body i'm gonna be able to do arm balances and whatnot then that's what your focus is and that and that's what you're thinking so every time you go chaturanga and to cobra push back into downward dog you're like yeah i got it yeah (laughs) right but but if you go to that same class and and think like okay i'm just open to whatever is here for me today Mm. feeling strong in a lot more places than your shoulders right right so i think it is allowing yourself to be flexible with with what you expect um and and what the experience what what the universe may offer you and and you just coming to it openly wow is that 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 was perfect that was that was great i that is beautiful oh my goodness this has been amazing (laughs) it has been like uh, an amazing experience to learn your journey to be able to acknowledge your journey alongside you um to be able to appreciate you as a wife a mother <laughs> a yogi <laughs> and everything that you are and have been thank you thank you so much for sharing your light with us you are most welcome <laughs> most welcome uh much appreciated and thank you listeners yeah. for checking in <laughs> to another episode of meditations affirmations and small conversations so do you want to let people know how to find you get info in your classes yeah so i uh, have a website which is currently under construction but it is i am natasha my first name it's spelled n-a-t-a-s-h-a warner w-a-r-n-e-r dot com um, that's also my handle on Instagram I am Natasha Warner so those are two places where you can connect with me um, I do have a monthly newsletter that, that goes out if you are interested in building community um, with me you can sign up for that newsletter through through my website sounds great I love it I love it Um, everything will be posted in the show notes so don't forget to connect with her and I am checking out of this episode (laughs) alongside my darling Natasha (laughs) sending you guys love and light yeah